You're listening to Consider This, episode 318, for July 19, 2021. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are, the podcast with my conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less is back. This is Consider This, and I'm Doug Payton thanking you for your patience while I was out on the mend. The website is amazingly enough still operational. Stop by considerthis.ctpodcasting.com for show notes and the many ways to get in touch. That's CT as in coming through. Would you voluntarily represent something you disagree with? And should big tech companies be regulated the same way as your local restaurant? I'll discuss these topics coming up. Why would someone represent, of their own accord, a group or an organization that they disagreed with? Well, for example, would you go to a convention and be in one of those information booths for the company you worked for, but then tell everyone who came by that you were ashamed of your company? Now, you may have a perfectly good reason for feeling that way, but then why did you volunteer to represent the company? Now you've made your appearance at the convention about you rather than about the company itself. There's a time and a place for airing your grievance, but this ain't it. The company would have good cause to replace you with someone who will do the job. And that is what another group in this same position ought to do. Gwen Berry was participating in the U.S. Olympic track and field trials in the women's hammer throw. She came in third place, and while standing on the podium, the national anthem began to play. Now, there is some question as to whether this was simply being played at a particular time of the day or for the competition itself, but either way, when it started, Barry made her feelings known about it. She turned away from the flag and then later put her T-shirt over her head with the words activist athlete showing. No matter what your grievance with the country might be, this ain't the time to air it. You are voluntarily trying to get on a team a team that will represent your country. This is not about you and your political or social disagreements. In 1936, Jesse Owens won four gold medals at the Summer Olympics in Berlin, Germany. Think about what he, as a black man living in Alabama, was subjected to in this country at that time. And yet, when he got on the first-place stand, he didn't merely put his hand over his heart when the anthem played. He saluted the flag. He understood what Martin Luther King would, decades later, say to the nation. The flag stands for a promise of freedom and of equal treatment under the law. A promise that has not been properly kept during this country's history, but a promise nonetheless. Owens believed that promise and King appealed to that promise. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, 
black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what the flag stands for. And if you can't respect that, no matter your color, I don't think you should be representing the country. One of the defenses I hear when Facebook, Twitter, or some other social media company deplatforms someone is that since they're a private company, they can do what they want. Typically, this comes from someone who's trying to appeal to my conservative values that the government should stay out of the private sector. And as far as that goes, it's a very good argument. But there are a couple of issues with that when it comes to these massive tech companies. For starters, when the government keeps in touch with those companies in order to specifically flag content, for example, they become just another arm of the federal government. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted as much recently. At a second press conference, she added that the administration believes that if you are banned from one social media company, you should be banned from all of them. Coming from an administration that the big tech companies generally agree with on policy, this may start soon enough, especially since if big tech wants to continue to get special protections from the government, they know that they should jump when Biden says to. The other issue is that while it's true that these are private companies, they are so much more than your corner bookstore. If Sally's Book Nook won't sell your book, that's one thing. When Amazon won't, you've lost access to a global market. Sure, Amazon isn't the only game in town, but it is the first game in town for most who are looking to buy books, and often there isn't a second game. If you've been permanently removed from your town council meeting, that's one thing. When Twitter bans you, a ubiquitous, easily accessible, and global communication platform has been denied to you. And again, the number two player is a long, long way down there. So technically, yeah, they're all private companies. But it really seems to me that we need to come up with a new category of business that holds so much of our daily lives in their hands. Let me know what you think. Well, that's all for this time. And hey, the Podcast Awards are active right now. Go to podcastawards.com and vote for Consider This in the Politics and News category. And if you don't have any ideas for some of the other categories, I have a few suggestions posted on the Facebook page and group. Voting stops at the end of the month, so hurry on in and cast your ballot. Well, thanks for listening and for hanging in there while I was gone. I appreciate all of you who still want to consider this. <laughs>